Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts. Plus, news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to Video Game to the Max, episode 182, and I am your host Sean Garmer, and here with me, of course, as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And of course, this is the official Video Games Podcast at W2Mnet.com, and we are in partnership with Forumania.com, and Last Word on Life. And well, it's been an interesting week as far as... Uh, the news goes, and just uh, we have some uh, pretty big games coming out between this week and the next. So things are starting to ramp up. But what has been going on with you, Ben? Yeah, just playing games. I bought Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, and I've yet to even open it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get to that eventually, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, uh, well, since you mentioned Lego, the uh, you see apparently Lego toy packaging confirmed that there's a Lego Incredibles coming out. So I'm guessing that will go over parts of the first movie and then parts of the second movie, and it's coming to all the systems. So are you uh, interested in it at all? I know you've gotten you've got several level game Lego games. Yeah, like I guess my question kind of is like compared to other Lego games, like Lego Incredibles, there's only five or six characters. Yeah, pretty much. Like the four, like the four core family, the baby, and then Frozone. Right, and that's about it. <laughs> I think there's others that we will possibly see in the second movie that they might well, add. I imagine, I actually think if they do, like, a Lego Incredibles game, like, it'd be nice if they did, like, a prequel where, you know, superheroes were, like, celebrated and, like, around. Like, that'd be a more interesting take on it. 
Yeah, I wonder if that will ever come across. I mean, I'm sure that that will come across Disney's mind because of the way that they love doing sequels to these Pixar movies. But I wonder if they'll... I'd imagine they wait to do a number three and then they would go backwards. Yeah. But, I mean, we'll see. You know, number two, for some reason, might... I don't think it... I think it will be just fine unless the movie just bombs because, you know, the hype. But... And there's always a chance. Maybe it maybe it doesn't do as well as the, the other ones, but as we'll talk about with other with another film, uh, you know, it seems like every time they come out with a new film, Disney at this point, uh, usually not with the Disney branding, but someone else's branding that Disney owns, it just keeps shooting up the ranks. But uh well, whatever. I mean Black Panther is making all kinds of crazy strides at this point. It's like what, a hundred Million is it million or thousand away from beating Avengers at this point? So it's uh, it, the fact that it even got that high, I think, is it's incredible praise. Uh, now everybody that says, Oh, well, you have a whole black pa- you know, an all black cast that can't get anywhere. Well, Black Panther proves you wrong on, on that point, I guess. Yeah, like it's a Good movie, so... <laughs> yeah, that helps, too. Uh, yeah, it looks like Black Panther... Or Black Panther's about... Looks like total about $300 million away from Avengers. At least the first one. But It has another couple movies close to it, though. It's, like, not far oh, yeah. from... Is It just passed Dark Knight, I think. And then... Or that was the one that I saw this week. That it had passed that, and... I mean, it's ranked uh, over for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's ranked number two, like in terms of overall, you know, money. Yeah, there you go, man. That's that's amazing. That uh, you know, everybody says, "Oh, it's going down." People are getting tired of it, and well, uh, just imagine when Infinity War comes out. (laughs) Well, so much for that stupid racist like Facebook group that was trying to like vote down Black Panther. Oh God, yeah. Stupid was, angry nerds. Yeah. That was so insane. The people that like, oh well you wait, it's not gonna do anything. Like uh yeah <laughs> it has. So uh, anything you wanna talk about on what you've been gaming here? Uh well I can actually talk about Yakuza six now. Because yeah. the re- re- review embargo's up. Uh yeah, it's a g- really good game. I think I actually still think Yakuza Zero might be better, just in terms of introducing like the plot, I guess, and some of the fighting. Um, but yeah, Yakuza Six is really good. Uh, it's re- a lot easier than other Yakuza games, which is actually kind of nice. Um, the story is kind of all over the place, but that seems to be the normal, yeah, thing for that those games. Uh, well, it's funny because I finished the game like the day the reviews all hit, like the, like the night of, like I was mm-hmm. up to like three, 3 a.m. finishing the damn game. And then I read a few reviews and they're like, oh, there's a really good bar mini game where you go into like a bar and drink with people and, you know, talk to them and get like gain friends. And I was like, I've been playing this. I've like, when I finished the game, I said, you played time is 24 hours. I was like. I didn't see that minigame once. <laughs> so I had to ask a few reviewers, I'm like, where, where is this minigame? Or like, where do you go? Because I 
have not seen it. <laughs> you were you able to find it? Yeah, I went to guy. I was like, oh, it's in the, it's in the other, it's in uh, the other town, and you have to wait at night and go to this bar. And I was like, it would have been nice if the game told me this. <laughs> like, I might have actually done this, you know, earlier then. Did you uh, like it when after you? It's okay. I mean, it's very, it's kind of simple. Uh, you just have to like talk to people and like keep at, like. Get, like get drunk with them and do karaoke and stuff like that. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, <laughs> do some karaoke. Karaoke in those games is always one of the best things. Yeah. So, all, all uh, for that. Yeah, and yeah, the game ends pretty okay. I guess there's like I didn't. I guess I really didn't realize it, but there's like a lot of famous Japanese people in that game, which might have helped me a little. Aside from the wrestlers, I would say, because I know that's probably what you care about. Well, I mean, you know, so like, did they say? Did you find out what some of them, who some of them were? Or? Yeah, like the main guy, like the main one of the guys you meet. He's like this older guy, like this head of like this really small crime family is like beat Takeshi, mm. and it's like I, I know that name. Like I know he's a famous guy. I don't know what he looks like. And then I looked him up. I'm like, okay, he looks exactly like this guy in this game. <laughs> so, for people who don't know who he is, what is? I think he's he like fam- a pretty famous Japanese comedian and like oh. dramatic actor. See, uh, that's cool that they do that. And like one of the characters you meet, uh, who's like kind of like one of the main kind of story characters, like new, new characters. Uh, the guy playing him. Um, is like was like from the Battle Royale movies. He's like the, like the main character. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's grown up now because I mean, right, movies right. were made you know a decade ago, if not more. But I was like, okay, like that's kind of interesting. Then. <laughs> well, there you go, Sega getting getting some good people in there. Yeah, and I guess there's talk about. I mean, they. This is little news. We'll go into later. They announced Yakuza Kiwami Two for America, right? But just t- they've been talking about making both a Yakuza Seven, like with a new character, completely. Um, and just talk about them making a Yakuza basically like zero point five, which hmm. is a really dumb name. But I think they. I think the reason they want to make that one is because they really liked Yakuza Zero's timeline or like time frame. Right. And, like, that movie did, like, that game didn't end terribly. Like, you could still do more stories with, you know, Kiru in that, I guess, in that period, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, I've, you know, I can understand them. Like, Kiryu is their guy, right? That they've done a story around for how long now? Wanting to let go of him, I think, is difficult. You know, um, do you think that. Did it? Does it? Does end of zero tie into the beginning of one at all? Or not really. That's the okay. thing is it because I think Yakuza Zero or Yakuza One is like years later. Um, like it starts. It has a path of, you know, like your you and your friends splitting apart. Kind of. That's about it. Yeah, you know, I think that that's. I always think that that's nice if you can, you know, um, not too many games can do 
What and I, and there's other games I just can't think of them right this minute. The the one that comes to my mind always when we talk about this kind of thing is the the way Final Fantasy Fifteen handles the movie and the game, the way it starts. Like I really like that. I don't know that every franchise can actually get that right, but if that's sort of their plan too, is they feel like they they can fit in a zero point five and make it connect more to the first one. I think that's yeah. a good idea. I yeah. guess the danger with that, though, I mean, that movie, I didn't, I never watched the movie, so I can't tell. But the danger with like that point five idea is like it become, it can become like superfluous, mm-hmm. or like the pre, like the Star Wars prequels, like it might just fill in backstory that's not needed, or might seem like kind of not needed in general. <laughs> right. Yeah, because I mean, it does. There's a lot of story in Yakuza Zero, so. Yeah. You know, like I, but I have some, I have a decent amount of faith. Like they'll, the next Yakuza game, whatever they do, will probably be okay. Like the, the talk is like the Yakuza seven, uh, well, they wouldn't call it Yakuza seven. I think they just call it like the Yakuza or something. But like the idea is like your character, your new character is like a lot lower on the totem pole, like of a, a, you know, the gang lifestyle and is a lot more like emotional which might be interesting because Yakuza is kind of a, or Kira is kind of a like wall for most of the time. <laughs> yeah. He's very, um, stoic. Yes. And so. like everything. Although Yakuza six has some great moments of like him kind of commenting about how dumb his life is. Like there's hey. a moment where I think he's talking to this person and this person is like, Oh, I think she. I think she just goes like, "Oh, my life is like so weird," and he goes like, "Your life is weird. My life. I walk down the street and people just want to beat me up all the time." <laughs> and I was like, "Yep, that's pretty good." <laughs> I uh, I just I I mean that's I'm just happy for them to be able to do well enough now that they can do these kinds of things because you know beforehand. It would it was a big deal just to be able to get that Yakuza game, and sometimes it wasn't a year later, or six months later. It was like years, years later. So uh, that's good that they can get to this point now where they can feel good about making a let's start a whole new series of Yakuza games, and then we can also remaster the old ones, make another zero point five. Uh, I wonder where they'll stop with that. Like I'd imagine three was also on the PS2, correct? Or was that on PS3? Uh, PS3. I wonder if they'll just make a collection of 3 through 5 and just bring them all over together. Since I, it's a little bit easier to do than PS2. Yeah, but I still think they'd have to bump it up visually. Like, right. Especially like Yakuza 3, I would imagine. like That's probably the one that needs the most work. Yeah, because it came out closer to when the PS3 started. Yeah. But, yeah, other than that, just playing, you know, Zelda, and it's kind of about it. And a game I can't talk about until tomorrow. <laughs> ah. You could talk about what the game is, right? Uh, it's Assassin's Creed Rogue on oh, okay. PS4. Okay. Well. Which, my only comment is, yo, it's Assassin's Creed Rogue on PS4. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you like the PS3 and 360 version, I'm Oh, sure wait, I can't fun. talk about it today. Yeah, it's... Assassin's Creed Rogue. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, the embargo I mean, lifted at 4 a.m., so I'm cool. 
yeah, uh, it, I've noticed some graphical issues, like weird glitchy things occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think like that's probably one of the best Assassin's Creed games because I really like how it utterly subverts like the whole narrative of the series. How does it do that? Because you're playing a guy who becomes like disillusioned with this with the assassin lifestyle and becomes a Templar, and then you just start hunting all the assassins to kill them. Oh, that sounds awesome! Let's just uh, go to the other side. Yeah, and it has some very uh, yeah. It's I mean, in function, it basically is like an expansion pack to like Assassin's Creed Four. Or like you know, basically like an like a big mod or or something, right? Because it has all the ship battles and all that. Yeah, right? I mean, it plays you know ninety nine percent of the way Assassin's Creed Four did, but Four is a good game, right? And Four is possibly the one of the most well liked of the entire series. So, yeah, you know. like Four and I think Four and probably Brotherhood are probably like the like one and two, um, and. I think Rogue takes a little playing it now. It takes maybe like a hair too long to get going, like you know, plot wise or like the game mechanics wise. But yeah, it's still a great game. Well, that's uh, awesome to hear. People who didn't Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To perhaps pick up Rogue when yeah. it was out on... Yeah, that was the other thing is like Rogue came out like the same day Unity came out and they were pushing mm. Unity harder and it's well like, yeah because that was uh, that was right around when the Xbox One came out right yeah so yeah well PS4 and Xbox One yeah right uh, it's like you may not have wanted to do that <laughs> yeah you you uh, should have picked up the better game instead of Unity <laughs> the only thing is I I can't even tell I. I'm kind of curious about how much this game costs, because if it's like thirty bucks, you know, buy it, go for it. But if it's like sixty, I might say to hold off. <laughs> it seems like it's thirty, which is a good price. Well, you can get it on Steam for. No, that's a that's the old version, or like that's the, I mean, you know, fine version. But I mean, if you just want to play it on PS4 or Xbox One, it looks like it's about thirty. Yep. Yep, thirty. So hey, that's exactly go grab that if you if you're a big Assassin's Creed fan, and especially if you like the Black Flag. Yeah. Need uh, if you like to... the, 
if you like the old style of Assassin's Creed, grab it, as opposed to what uh, Origins did. <laughs> you playing anything fun? I am not really playing anything right now. Uh, just trying to get the site caught back up is a task in itself when you've been uh, working again. So I've never really worked a job where... I mean, I had 40 hours sometimes with Kmart, but it was one of those where, like, I could come in whenever I wanted to. I could leave when I wanted to because they got, you know, nobody cared at that point. And we're going to talk about, you know, the Toys R Us, what's going on with Toys R Us. Like, this is actually, you go in at this hour, you get out at this hour, and then I got to go pick up Anaya, and it's like, oh, it's 7 o'clock, and now I'm, this is how much time I have left, (laughs) you know? So... Yeah, it's it's a hard adjustment, but hopefully I can uh, get back into that uh, pretty soon. Being yeah. able to play things, I, I think once Nino Kuni Two comes, uh, I think that'll that'll get me playing more. Right now, I just kind of have things that I like, but I'm not totally into. So uh, that's another thing too. Almost every game that I have that I need to like. I'm almost done writing the review or I'm kind of halfway. I'm not like that enamored with it. So, you know, uh, yeah. not to mention super seducer just creeps me out every time I have to turn it on. So <laughs> I'm just, uh, uh, but yeah, so yeah, let, let's, there is plenty of stuff to talk about. And we'll also, we have a nice little segment too, cause we're going to talk about, and we're not gonna talk about all of them because number one, we have to respect the fact that this is a printed media and we don't want to be like, you know, even though most people nowadays, you're getting it through the GameStop power-up rewards thing. I think it still needs to be respected. That's why you don't see sites going around printing the whole top 300 or whatever. You still need to go read it uh, either, either way that you get it. But we're going to go over the like the top 25 or 30 games and just talk about that top 300 list that Game, that Game Informer came out with for their 300th issue, which is a really ridiculous achievement in of itself when almost every other game magazine is pretty much done game informer has still been around uh i wonder how much they'd still be around if they didn't have that tie to gamestop right because that has to help them they get a guaranteed subscription every time somebody gets one of those uh they wouldn't be around if gamestop didn't own them (laughs) probably because gaming magazines aren't around anymore (laughs) there's one Right besides Game Informer, that I can't think of right the second, but I know I've seen it. But that's pretty. I mean, like it's not old. Like it's they just they started it again. But yeah, you're right. Like all the old ones, they're done. You know, and they they're basically websites or they don't exist anymore at all. So I, yeah. I think EGM might still be around technically, but it's not what you think of. Like no, anymore. no, yeah. EGM's there, but they're not a magazine anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll talk about that, but might as well start with uh, some things that came out this morning as I was getting, well, we were both getting ready to do this thing. We're doing this a lot earlier than normal. It's a Monday afternoon, not a Saturday or Sunday night or something. Uh, the We just talked about Lego Incredibles. We've uh, talked about Yakuza Kiwami 2 as well that's coming. Uh, that's going to add more story to... Of course, that's a remaster of the, the other PS2 game. And 
Uh, they also announced the, the finally the pre-orders and the price for the HTC Vive Pro. It's going to be $800. That's not really a surprise. Uh, the other one also cost $800 at one point. Uh, so uh, this one also, if you pre-order it now until June 3rd, you get a six-month subscription to Viveport, whatever that is. Uh, Probably like some platform where you can get free games. Probably. Uh, and the original Vive is down to $500. So if you have a really, really, really good computer and you are really a VR nut and you don't like game too much on consoles and don't want a PSVR, you can get the Vive Pro for what the PSVR used to cost. Double the price, if not triple at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the the thing with the Vive really is like the Pro is good in like certain or the P, like PSVR is good in certain things, but they don't really have there's like what three or four good PSVR games. Yeah, Moss, which we have a review for, I just have to actually get it up, is one of the few games that's actually a game. Uh, yeah, and, but like Moss, RE seven, right. mm-hmm. uh I think there's like one or two more. But like the thing with the Vive is it's an open platform, so anyone can just make a game, and some right. of them are good. <laughs> yeah, and that's true. And then like anything that comes to like Steam VR or uh, whatnot, that also goes into you can use it with the Vive. So, I mean, it like I said, if you have the computer to run it and you like VR stuff, it's it's worth it. Certainly, it's the best experience you're going to have with VR because it's going to look yeah. the best as well. Uh, but, hey, uh, you know, um, oh, it, it lets you play 30 games is what the Vive port thing is. Yeah. So, and you get that for six months. So I guess that's worth it, too. Uh, just wanted to throw that out there. Neither one of us have a VR machine at all, but I've, I've wanted to try it. Just don't want to spend that kind of money either. So... I think I could afford it. Like, my computer actually is good enough to run that, you know, HTC Vive. But I just have the money for it. <laughs> right. Uh, of course, uh, the movie just came out on Thursday. It's not been getting that great reviews. But uh, along with that, Square Enix decided, hey, we have a movie. Let's go ahead and announce that Shot of the Tomb Raider is, in fact, for real. And it's coming September 14th, so not that far from now. PS4, Xbox One, and PC all at the same time. No exclusives this time. Uh, they basically make it seem like this is Laura's defining moment where she will become the Tomb Raider. So basically her prehistory would be done after this game. And they're going to show off a lot more of it in almost a month's time, April 27th. And I guess uh, look ready for that. I mean, I know you're a uh, fan of the tomb raider games so yeah like i'm looking forward to it uh i thought like the first like the last two tomb raider games been great like the the best Mm -hmm. in the series so yeah certainly and i I hope this one uh, gets to basically book in that that whole part of the series well and this time you don't have to wait around for six months or a year (laughs) to play it so uh, that's another plus uh, and hopefully Square Enix understands that this is probably not going to sell 10 million copies. 
either, and they just keep making games for it. Yeah. Or they just, like, spin off Eidos. <laughs> yeah, I wonder, and that's also, you know, you don't have Crystal Dynamics doing this, so it's going to be interesting to see if this is going to be just as good. Because, you know, it's not the same team, so. I do think that name is kind of dumb, but that's just me. The Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? So you had Tomb Raider, the... Rise of the Tomb Raider. Rise of the and Tomb Raider, and... Yeah. It reminded it remind me of some Star Trek Beyond level of name stupidity. <laughs> Well, hopefully it can overcome its name and do well enough. I wonder how much they have to do on the movie for it to do decent. I probably not probably okay, but I, don't, I can't imagine that movie costs like you know a hundred million dollars or anything. Yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, I love the fact that there was actually articles out there having to have the director explain why they couldn't have Angelina Jolie make a cameo. It's like, uh, well, this is two different kinds of Tomb Raider. Why would you... Could you imagine if they just had Laura Croft in her original dress just appear out of nowhere in the game, too? It's because... No, no. Well, that budget, I guess, for the movie was $90 million, and they've already made 126 Oh, okay. So they don't have to make too much more, then. You but... The double... Oh, uh, the next Tomb Raider movie, it'll be like it'll be like Sonic Generations, where it's the meeting of the both Laura Crofts teaming up. <laughs> Would not put it past them at this point. I'm sure Jolie is still doing movies, if she is, I, but uh, probably not in the... It has to be like the Artie wheelhouse thing, because I've not seen her in really anything in a while. Yeah. Another, uh, seems like we haven't talked about this game since they announced it at the, was the Video Game Awards? I think so. Uh, yes, I think that's when it was. Uh, the Soul Calibur VI, uh, Geralt, from the Witcher series, is going to be a character. And there's also going to be a stage. Care, I'm, ter- this name. Don't, don't even try. That, yeah, it starts with a K. Uh, has a second name that starts with an M. Uh, KM. Let's call it KM. Uh, it will be one of the areas uh, in the game. And you'll get to sort of fight with him. So, I mean. I would say, cool. like, the one character that really fit any of the, you know, guest characters for Soul Calibur was Ezio. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Geralt does reasonably fit as well. Yeah, because you use like, a sword, think... and you have the players that, that do that. I, I don't yeah. think... I think, like, Link was kind of cool, but he did not fit that art style at all. No. Um, And all the other characters have been pretty lame. Like, I guess Spawn was okay at the time, but... No. <laughs> right. Uh, I, and then Hihachi, that's, that's just weird. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, they... I don't think they've done too bad with him, but I think uh, Geralt is... He doesn't have a lot of things he could be in. Like, like Smash does not seem like something he could... Would make sense for him to show up in, but then, of course, you have had Snake. So, I guess all bets are off at that point, but... 
Yeah, but also Metal Gear has been on Nintendo consoles before. Witcher is not. <laughs> right, but his character is just different looking than the other characters. Right? So, um, of course, then they had Cloud. So that also tore that into shreds there, too. Uh, the Witcher, you know, it's a series people love. And it makes sense. It's sort of in that sort of same realm as Soul Calibur. So it all makes so I think that's cool, just to get to see him in a different game. And going along with uh, another Japanese company here, uh, you know, they have uh, Yakuza, of course, with the Yakuza game coming out soon. They have the Yakuza 2 Kiwami uh, remaster coming to the West on... Is it... When's it coming out? That's the, do they even I know think- when it- I think I think April or no, it can't be that soon. Okay, April seventeenth is when the six is coming out. Yeah. Um, it's probably I would August. say the August twenty eighth. Okay, that's when the first one around when the first one came out, right? So, yeah. Uh, are you excited to play the second game? Maybe. Like, I guess it really will depend on what. For me, it'll depend really on what they do with the battle system because. Uh, Yakuza Zero was great because he had, you know, three different styles with each character. Uh, Kiwami One is bad. I thought the battle system was ter- kind of just not fun. But Yakuza Six battle system is a lot better. Like you only have one style, but it's a lot more uh, physics based and easier. Mm. And and Kiwami Two is supposed to use like the Dragon Engine from Yakuza Six. So if it's just that same battle system. Sure. Yeah, you get to do more with uh, Majima this time around, it seems like. He gets well, a whole have a, story. Yeah, he has like a separate campaign or something. That's Which good. Which is weird. The one, one weird thing in, in Yakuza 6 is how little he is, in, he is in that game. He is in it for the opening cinematic and the end cinematic, and that's it. Really? Oh, that's sad. He's, I guess that also means he's on the way out, too, with uh, Kiryu. Maybe. So. Well, he doesn't go away, so I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, uh, I, I, don't, I, I think that's cool, though. I think that at least the people that are wishing they could play with him in the newer games, you get to go back and play with him in the older games. So there's a plus there. Yeah. Um. And it's going to be $50, so you get the $10 off for being an older game. Well, yeah, but it's still $20 more than Yakuza Kiwami. <laughs> but they're also adding a bunch more, so I guess that's the difference. <laughs> yeah, that helps. When you uh, add more content, you see pay. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A more, but hopefully it makes the second game uh, a bit more uh, worth it. Of course, Sega, their main guy is Sonic. And he had Sonic Mania come out last year. And that got a lot of praise. From everything from the gameplay to the art style to the soundtrack. So why wouldn't you release a physical version of Sonic Mania? Of course, they did release Sonic physical version with the collector's edition. But you didn't get an actual physical version of the game. You got a digital copy. Uh, this plus version is going to have holographic packaging, a 32-page art book, a reversible cover, um making it look like it was the Genesis game, which that's kind of cool. And, yeah, it's going to come to Switch, PS4, and Xbox One, so that's uh, pretty cool. For people who really love Sonic Mania or didn't get to pick it up last year, you can get your which retail version. Because yeah, there you go. You can get that if you... So hope, hopefully, you know, I'll get it for review at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, what's funny... What's... What's funny about this is I showed uh, my friend uh, the screenshot of, like, Sonic and the other two characters, uh, the armadillo and the squirrel. Mm. And she looked at the characters, and she looked at the armadillo, and she's like, that's Sonic. And I was like, no, it just looks like Sonic. <laughs> and then she was like, what are these two characters? Like, she didn't have any frame of reference because they are from so far ago. Like, they're before Sonic the Hedgehog was... Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I mean, that's cool that they're adding that, but then you also, you know, like don't. if you ask if you ask most people, like who are Sonic's friends, they would say you know Knuckles or Tails. They wouldn't say the armadillo and the fly, you know the flying squirrel. Like, who the fuck are these characters? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, you'd get like even from I think the Dreamcast was the first one to introduce the other ones, like Amy and. Big Cat and some of the other ones, but Amy but yeah. was like quasi introduced in Sonic CD, but yeah, I mean as like a a, a playable character or like someone you care cared about, yeah. The Sonic Sonic Adventure was like when they started introducing like the menagerie of Sonic characters that no one gives a shit about. Yeah, that they then use in all of the spinoff games that are all yeah that are all terrible. So it's like that, right. should, that might tell you something. No one, <laughs> no. No one cares about Sonic, about Shadow the Hedgehog, for damn good reason. Yep, I do not have... I have a pop of Eggman and Sonic and Super Sonic. I don't have one for Shadow. I also never really played the Shadow games either. I know there's some people that like Shadow, uh, but he's... I don't really consider him, like, the Sonic canon or whatever. So, there's that. I, I think, um... Speaking of spinoffs, though... People have asked about this game, and uh, they've asked about it enough to warrant Sega making a sequel, Sonic All-Stars Racing. Of course, this one will have the subtitle Transformed, and it seems like it's coming. So, cool, I guess. 
Everybody oh, Transformers. Like Crash Team Racing, you get Sonic Racing. Well, there have been two Sonic Team Sonic Racing games already. Like the first one, and then Transformed is the second one. Ah. So this is this is the third. Oh, a sequel to Transformers. Okay. Yeah. I'm confused. Bad me, not reading well. <laughs> I mean, sure, I guess. Like I, I'm, they're not the greatest kart racers, but I guess they're a decent, I guess, an alternative to Mario Kart, but. Most people just play Mario Kart if they can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like Sega has I mean, been known for... You can't play Mario Kart on PS4, I guess, so right. this is the only yeah. alternative. Exactly. You can't play on Xbox One or PS4 or PC, so... I guess you, you can play with the Sonic characters that most of them you don't care about. <laughs> yeah. But, why not? Uh... They have to sell decently enough, right, for them to keep making them? I mean, yeah, but the last one was like five years ago at least. Right. Yeah, there's also the time thing uh, as well. Uh, A game that I guess uh, that I just saw this morning that neither one of these play these series. That's why I didn't really put it down for us to talk about. But the Warriors of Rochi 4 coming and that's also, we haven't seen that since 2012, so I guess they felt like they needed to have another one. Uh, probably also because Dynasty Warriors was so bad that they didn't get people's attention off that. But Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you know, the classic stuff is also a priority for Sega. They, they've made many collections uh, over their time. I had one of the first ones for the 360 uh, that was only Sonic games. Um, I don't remember what that was called, but the they, they've they made several in the past, including last year that Flashback console came out, uh, which got a lot of flack, uh, not just for the games, but the way that the console was uh, made and everything else. The interesting thing is since 2009... When you had the Sonic Ultimate Collection, which also included other games that were not Sonic, uh, you haven't had Sonic Hedgehog with the Sonic Three, because apparently Michael Jackson contributed some music to Sonic Three, and yeah. there's a licensing problem with with that. Uh, Sega, why wouldn't you have made sure that you own the rights of the song? I don't know. Well, it can always just replace that one song. I mean. It might upset some fans, but they're weird, so... But that's the thing, though. Like, if you're going to release a Sega the Genesis collection, and you're not going to include 3, and that's the main reason why you're not including 3, that's weird. Yeah. But you have to to wonder, like, why, you know, when they made that SNES flashback, you know, SNES classic, they didn't put Corner Trigger on there, and they put, like, Secret of Mana on there instead. especially when you knew Secret of Mana was already getting a remaster or you know why they didn't put like Donkey Kong 2 or 3 you know Country 2 and 3 on there or you know there's there's weird stuff (laughs) I just don't know why Nintendo doesn't I guess they'd have to increase the price right or if they do that they'd also leave it even more open to get hacked but why they don't release like a way for them to you can plug in this thing and you can get expand the amount of games that you have. It's just, that's well, weird. I mean, the 
pretty much the week after that thing came out, it was hacked. So it wouldn't. Yeah, but Nintendo themselves could do it and try to make a little bit more money. I, I don't. I mean, I, don't I think the Neo Geo X tried to do that, but it didn't go anywhere. I just like yeah. I mean, if you brought in like say like ten more games or something like that, and included Chrono Trigger and the two Donkey Kong games, I bet people would buy that. But. You'd also have the people that'd be like, oh, why didn't you just include those? Yeah. You know. Like me. <laughs> so, uh, this one has a lot of games. Has the most games out of all the other collections, even the flashback. Um, so, you know, you get Gunstar Heroes, which was not in the previous two. One of them from 2009, by the way. Uh, which, that's one of my favorite ones from Genesis. Uh, Landstalker, you don't get the Mortal Kombat game, so there's that, I guess. Um, uh, some of the ones that are missing from the one from last year, I don't think that it's really a big deal, other than you don't get Sonic and Knuckles either, which people might really want that. Uh, you do get uh, all the Streets of Rage games, the Revenge of Shinobi, which I always liked as well, the Toe Jam games, so... Yeah, I mean, would you want to pick this up on May 29th? Or? No, because I have most of this crap already on Steam. <laughs> there is that, too. Which, which does have Sonic 3 and Knuckles, by the way, so there yeah. you go. <laughs> do you um? Do you think there's a reason why they don't, why they didn't have this come out on Switch? I mean, that seems like anytime you have a classic collection, Switch is the destination. Nah, I mean, it'll probably, it'll probably come out, let's say that. It might I just have to work on, like, the game, uh, like, the controller support, maybe, but. Yeah, it might be that this is still, because there's stuff coming out, right, that was being made before the Switch became popular. So, they were making this with the intention of, okay, well, Nintendo, whatever Nintendo makes, it's going to be like the Wii U, and we don't have to make anything for it. And then now that they're having to rethink that or that's why you have them come to the switch later, like Okami and, and all that, because they'd have to delay production on the other systems to make it come out on switch at the same time. I just, I wonder sometimes if they just want to make a big deal about it later when it comes to switch or if I'm, I'm just getting very, very uh, hesitant about the whole Nintendo and the virtual console thing. Like, the more time passes, I wonder if maybe they're just not doing it, or it's such a low priority for them that they're just going to have that come out whenever the hell they feel like it, or, I don't know. Probably the second one. <laughs> like, you, you wouldn't, you would think that would be easy, but apparently not, because they continually screwed up. <laughs> they also might be waiting to see if the Xbox... The Game Pass thing takes off, right? Uh, because uh, what Sea of Thieves comes out tomorrow, or is it out today? Or it's out this week. I think tomorrow, because yeah, so, you normally do it Tuesday. So. so yeah, I mean, I think if that takes off with Sea of Thieves and State of Decay two or something, then maybe Nintendo will think about okay, well maybe we should make the virtual console like Game Pass. That, I mean, that was a rumor. And originally, they said they were going to do that. 
So who knows? But they are obviously, you know, they don't need it either. I think with the Wii U, there was a reason of, okay, well, we kind of have to have this to offset some things. Whereas the Switch, there's, they're doing fine with the games they got. So there's no need to introduce the classic stuff yeah. at this point. Uh, not to mention, you know, SNES Classic, NES Classic. They want those things to sell too. So, <laughs> uh, you have, uh, of course, I did mention State of Decay too. Uh, the special edition apparently comes without the game. Uh, so that old chestnut. You know, I guess they want you to get Game Pass. I, I don't know why you would. Well, it comes with a steel book, so you can buy the game separately and put the disc in that. It's like, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are going to do that. <laughs> uh, it also comes with a 4-gig USB thumb drive in the shape of a severed thumb. That's what we all wanted, right? Was... Got 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 all of a you know a thumb drive from 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> do people use thumb drives anymore other than unless you're like in the office? I mean, I mean, <laughs> sure people do, can. But who the fuck, like, it's four gigabytes. Like, who the fuck cares about that? <laughs> yeah, like, what are you saving on there? You make make it 32 or, or something at least. Come on. Yeah, I mean, unless you're just using it to save pictures, it's, that's going to go quick. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a Fallout 4. I'm not a Fallout person, so I don't know how big a deal it is that there was going to be a Fallout 3 mod put into Fallout 4, but it got that canceled. Was... It was cool because Fallout 3 had a better story and better right. gameplay or better, you know, ideas. Right. Yeah, there, there's a mod that was, that was getting made, but they talked to Bethesda and like, or they talked to like a lawyer about it. And the lawyer was like, don't do it because <laughs> they were going to use like the voice files from Fallout 3 in fall, you know, this mod and they're like, you can get sued. Don't do yep. it because <laughs> those people are not getting paid for that. So. Which it it would have been nice. It, I think I guess it would have been a good moment, good thing if Bethesda was just like, "We'll give you the rights, you, you know, we'll okay this," and but we're gonna sell, like you make the mod, we'll sell it, and you know split the difference with you, or split it with you or something. Like that would have been a good community thing because Fallout Four is like they still have their stupid paid mod thing that goes nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't think a lot of people are going, no, let me use that. Yeah. Right now. I mean... Well, I, I can pay $4 for this power armor? Really? Well, I can just buy it. I can just go get it for free on Nexus mods. Which one am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are people going to keep spending money they don't need to? But, but like, if, if Bethesda was like, we're going to, we're like, either this mod or this, or like, we're gonna remake Fallout Three with Fallout 4's engine. It'll be ten bucks or twenty bucks. I'd actually probably buy that. Yeah, they should. You'd think that they they would do that, but who knows? But I, I was also pretty disappointed with Fallout Four. So I've heard a lot of people were very disappointed yeah. with Fallout Four. Like the story was bad. Like the gameplay was fine. The story was bad. Uh, that's always 
I mean, as much as that game was hyped, and then I felt like the drop-off of people playing that was big. So, let's, uh, sadly, not... You're not getting the better game, but, hey, you can still play it. It's not, uh... Not too expensive out there. It's backwards compatible for Xbox One if you have that. So, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I know, I know a lot of more people have PS4s and all that. So you'd have to play it on your PS3, which is then the the one that had the problems. So there's that too, <laughs> I guess. Well, if you're gonna play Fallout Three, just play it on PC. <laughs> yeah, almost any. Most PCs should be able to run that at this point. Oh, yeah. The... So, I mean, is there... Is it a big deal? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus oh that you have a special edition that comes without the game i mean you think we see this more often now or well it's happened a few times like i think uh there's been like there was some game that had like a 200 special edition that didn't come with the damn game <laughs> Like, it's like wow! It's so you're true. really asking people to pay for 250 for your game? Two, yeah, well, 260. <laughs> Jeez, that's the crazy thing is people buying those. Like, really? Okay, you wanted your statue that badly. Let's see. So, yeah, there was some battle. I think Battlefront uh, One didn't come with the game, and the the collection was. Or the edition was one hundred and thirty dollars. Almost. Did that include the DLC at least? Uh included. Let's see, I can look it up real quick. Uh, included. Uh, no, or included messenger pigeon tube. Containing exclusive DLC for a game, but not the game. <laughs> okay. Wow. It included, included 14 inch statue, cloth poster, deck of playing cards, like an iron, like a patch to sew, and steel bookcase for the game, but it doesn't have the game. <laughs> Man, that, that's a lot of stuff, though. So. I mean, if you really wanted all that, I guess. Why I mean, not? I guess it, I guess it comes with a deck of playing cards. You can make better games with that, like <laughs> poker or go fish or something. The Battlefield One, so. 
There is that, of course. Uh, speaking of getting games here, uh, Twitch Prime is now getting free games. Of course, this is one of the perks you get for having Amazon Prime, which I just got for the first time last month. Uh, comes in pretty handy when you are uh, buying things, and uh, the Prime Video thing is pretty decent. So, you know, this is they've been giving they've been doing this, I think, for a few months but it's not well, been they've been doing it like sporadically like i think a few right. days like a few like a week or two ago they had like devil may cry one for free which or you can still have, like, actually get till april 3rd apparently yeah but it's a bad port of a game so <laughs> so are these all for steam i'm guessing no they're they are for twitch's stupid launcher thing it's not for Steam. If it was for Steam, it'd be it'd be useful, but they want to sell like Twitch wants to sell games through their marketplace. Oh boy! So it's like, all right. Well, aside from SteamWorld Dig Two, I'm never gonna you know care about this thing at all. So there you go. I will say that the games they have on here, um, aside from uh, now, one of them it doesn't really. If you have all the systems, is kind of pointless because. Uh, at some point, Oxenfree has been free on Xbox and PS4. Uh, Mr. Shifty is a really good game. Uh, if you, for some reason, haven't bought it yet, um, that's a reason to have this because it's a really good game. Super Hot is on Xbox One for free right now. So that's kind of pointless unless you don't have an Xbox One. Then maybe. But. Uh, Shadow Tactics, I have no idea how that plays. I, I've heard that's a good game, but... <laughs> and Tales from the Candlekeep, Tomb of Annihilation. It's just a Dungeons & Dragons game, so there's that, I guess. And and like, uh, and apparently next month, you get Tales from the Borderlands, which is really good, but that's also coming for free on like every system at this point. SteamWorld Dig 2, Kingsway, which is fine, Tokyo 42, which is also a pretty good indie game. I don't think that's come for free on anything yet, and Dub Wars. So, I guess if you want to have another thing with free games, on this is on your PC only, I'd assume, right? Not Yeah. Not, uh, not available on the consoles. So. No, because half these games are like RTSs or something. So, yeah. So, yeah. I guess you can have that too. Have have one for your PC. We have free games. So. I would rather just give me you know a Steam code for SteamWorld Dig Two. <laughs> that that would also be much more uh, lovely than having another Portal thing you've got installed on your PC. Yeah. But you think this could get people to? Let's say you're only a gamer. And you know you've been wanting, you've been needing, wanting to get a reason to get Twitch Prime, and you're a streamer or something. Do you think having free games is a way to get people to buy this? I mean, well, I mean, not really. Cause I think it's just like an added benefit, but I don't think anyone's gonna go like, oh man, I can now get super hot for you know through the Twitch launcher. Gotta go blow a hundred dollars on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically, you can also pay twelve dollars a month, so there's that too. But I mean, but yeah. yeah, but between the two, like compare this to like, oh, let me check it out real quick. Uh, 
Humble Bundles monthly thing, where if you spend $12, you get, like for this month, you get Deus Ex Mankind Divided, God Eater 2, and Mafia 3. Wow. It's like, tough call. That's some pretty damn good games for 12 bucks. And last, last, last month it was uh, Dark Souls 3, uh, Last Day of June... And like a bunch of other kind of smaller stuff, but like that's the whole thing is, you get one big game and then like a bunch of smaller games, but they're still good. Hey, there you go. Yeah, see? February. Oh, gone. No, I'm just saying. See, there's other better options there. And you get Steam codes for these games. Yeah, don't have to download another launcher. Don't have to be like Origin where you got to download that thing, and you know. In February for thirteen bucks, you got Civilization Six, Allboy, Snake Pass, uh, and oh, what is it? Uh, Tacoma and Life is Strange. Wow! See if I played games on my PC. That's something to go uh, get right now. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of things you might be able to get later. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remaster uh, has a listing on Amazon Italy, and where all, where all the game games break. <laughs> well, I mean, this happens, right? Uh, they have a twenty dollar twenty euro, yeah, twenty euros price. Yeah, so would be twenty five dollars. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't sound too bad because that's about what the first one was when you, you know, got it with the uh, Infinite Warfare. So I guess it could be real, but everybody kept saying, or we talked about maybe it's Black Ops Two. Looks like they're just doing Modern Warfare Two, possibly, and also uh, Splinter Cell. Has a listing on the Canadian Amazon. It just says Splinter Cell 2018. Uh, I mean, there is talk about... Ubisoft has a lot of stuff on their plate. But... They do talk about the fact that... There's been talk about... Doing it. So, it's been... It's been a while. It's been... Five, six years? Five, because Blacklist was 2013, I think. So, it's long enough for it to be gone. And kind of, I mean, they love, Ubisoft loves having Tom Clancy stuff uh, make money for them. But, you know, Division 2 just got announced. Rainbow Six Siege is making dough. Wildlands was one of the higher sellers last year. You're playing it. So... Having another Tom Clancy game to be able to throw out there, I don't think that that's... And it's different than those games, right? It's a, it's a stealthier, stealthy game. Yeah. So, uh, Which, you know, with Metal Gear being where it is, where you don't know if that's coming back ever to the way it was. No. <laughs> there's there's a, a hole in, in gaming for that. So maybe Splinter's fucking come take it up. Do you think we see both of these or one of these or? I could see another Splinter Cell. Like, sure. Like, I mean, it's been a while. And I think, like, the success of 
Hitman is probably the biggest reason. The only problem is I don't see how you really monetize Splinter Cell because it, they do have a multiplayer, uh, like, but it's not as fully featured as like Siege is. Like, it's not about like buying, you know, classes or whatever. Uh, and they might have DLC, but I just don't see it. Like, Ubisoft seems to want to like long term support games which is a good you know, it's noble of them but I don't see how we do that with Splinter Cell that well but that's just me <laughs> yeah I can see that uh I think it's yeah like you said it's been long enough did you like the Splinter Cell games uh the only, only two I liked Conviction was okay but Blacklist was like the good one to me and that's the one that bombed I've never really been a stealth game person, so they. Well, that's really... why, it, that's yeah. why Blacklist was good because you could go stealthy, but you just also just had a drone that could take out anything. Oh, that sounds awesome. Well, we'll have to see. I'd imagine that's a you know possibly the. Although I'm sure Ubisoft will not be appreciate this too much. Maybe that was the uh, and one more thing, from Ubisoft, but. Might have got leaked already. This happens. Yeah. And we're, what, almost three months away from E3? It's kind of early, but shoot, we've seen whole conferences get leaked like a week before. So <laughs> it's, it's nothing totally new. Uh, of course, yeah. there's also Amazon listings, so it could mean absolutely nothing. But a lot of times when... We see Amazon listings. Eventually, the game does come out. So. Right. Uh, v Rally is coming back after 16 years of not being around. V Rally 4, uh, being a Big Ben Interactive and Kyloton Racing Games. Uh, yeah, I mean, V Rally 3 was on the PS2. That shows you how long ago that was. This is going to have a ton of different stuff. Online career mode. Uh, you can, There's tracks from Africa and Japan. Uh, it has the V-Valley Cross stuff in it. Uh, there's buggy versions of the cars as well. And it comes out in September. So, I know you like the Dirt games. I don't know if you're a... I never even heard of V-Rally. So... Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've heard of them, but it's like one of those when you're going through at a store and you see the box. Yeah. And that's it. But, yeah. I mean, it's cool. Franchise comes back and don't, I don't know what they expected to do, you know, gangbusters or anything, but if it uh, does well enough, then go them. Uh, We're not done with racing games, though, because the Crew 2 now officially has a release date. June 29th, 2018. Of course, this one is the one that includes all the different... Uh, you don't just race cars, you race planes and boats and everything else. Uh, uh, you can also get a $110 special edition. So, which gets you a license plate, <laughs> a gold book, the season pass, uh... And you can also get a deluxe pack, which has the Ford F-150 Raptor race truck in it, and a map. So, 
Yeah, I I know we sort of made jokes about the crew too with all the different vehicles. Well, when they, you know, announced it at E3, but do you feel any differently about? No, the crew? I could. I I just hope it's better than Crew One because that was didn't seem like a good game. Uh, and I guess it's a. I mean, it's it'd be, not, it'd be nice to have for like the PS4 to have like a Forza Horizon alternative. <laughs> yeah, I think what I remember is that you're gonna have it's supposed to be a team thing. Like the people that you're playing with, they will each have one of the different crafts, and that's how that works. It's not that you're gonna have a section where you're gonna get in a car and then you're gonna get in the boat and then you're gonna, you know, get in the plane or whatever. You'll all, all be doing that as a team trying to get through whatever mission it is. So I guess if it promotes team play, then that's cool. The, the bummer is, is what if you don't have a team? <laughs> well, then you're fucked. Then <laughs> I don't... yeah, that, that yeah. was like a, that was one of Unity's problems. It's like you can play co-op Assassin's Creed, and it's like I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, like, well, well, is the AI the, gonna suck? Or? Well, no, because you're just gonna play the mission. It was like, okay, yeah. well, I guess I can't play all these stupid missions that are like requires two to four players. <laughs> well, well. I'd assume it's going to be the same way, but you never know. Maybe you just figure out a different system so that you don't have that problem. Uh, the Devil May Cry, uh, Hideki Kamiya, is once again talking about remaking the first Devil May Cry. Uh, he says that uh, the next DMC game could do with a full model change, like the new God of War. Uh, perhaps. Didn't they, didn't they already do that with DMC? <laughs> I thought that was just like a prequel. No, that was that was supposed to be a, that was like a reboot. Oh really? Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe this is just the the creator just saying, "Hey." Well, also, he they don't work. He doesn't work at Capcom anymore, so that's one. That's one hitch, and he had a pretty acrimonious split from Capcom. It's, you know, sometimes they mention stuff, and they just wanted to get people talking about it just to see if they can make it happen, and nothing ever happens. Yeah, so that could be all that is. But hey, once again, you can get. An HD remaster of the first game until April third on that Twitch Prime thing. So, or you can pick up the whole HD collection. Uh, last from like came out last week, I guess. I didn't like those early Devil May Cry games. <laughs> it's not something totally on my list either. Maybe if it comes to like PS Plus or something, I'm all for that. Uh, Battlefront Two is getting. Not microtransactions, but cosmetic boxes. Um, okay. Uh, this is basically like EA trying to... How can we get some extra money from this game without pissing people off again? Uh, they are getting a big update as well. Well, so. 
it's funny they they're doing this when they had the whole thing about like oh we do, oh we couldn't do cosmetic micro cosmetic options because Disney wouldn't let us or it would break canon or crap like that. Like uh, you can't just make sure that what's in those boxes doesn't break canon. I mean... well, like, well, I think some jackass at uh, EA is like, you can't have like a pink uh, Darth Vader running around. It's like yes, oh, you can. Yeah. It's like okay, well, we can have you know Darth Vader teamed up with Kylo Ren, teamed up with Emperor Palpatine, you know, going. <laughs> that makes perfect sense, you idiot. Well, you know, people are just going to mod in a pink Darth Vader anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, the, you know, I, I get it. Like, Disney's very protective, right? So I could see where Disney said, okay, no, we can't have uh, cross-generation items or whatnot. But again, like, you can section off the cosmetic boxes, right? So depending on what hero you have on you at the moment determines what cosmetic boxes you can get or or whatnot. There's ways around that. It just seems yeah. like the system that they had originally was a lot more simpler for them to do and they could adjust the price whenever they wanted to. So that's of course they're going to go with that instead of uh, doing this. The cosmetic boxes come back in a couple of days. Or they, they show up in a couple of days along with uh, the big update. Uh, so, cool. I, I don't, I think this is too late though. I think all this updating the progression and trying to make it better and all that's like, this is not going to save your game. I think people just, at this point, if you're still playing it, great. If not, you've moved on. I don't know. Do you think that this is going to do something? I just, too, I would say too little, too late. Like people, people don't care about Battlefield Two. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like Battlefront Two is is special or anything. There are games like this already. Battlefront, so, yeah, whatever. It's just <laughs> same thing. <laughs> yes, same company. It's fine. That's that's what happens when you have you know a fucking franchise named Battlefront and Battlefield. It's like okay. <laughs> yeah, that's. Trust me, I have heard so many people mess that up, and they go the entire broadcast saying Battlefront, and they go, oh, Battlefront, I'm sorry. That's what I mean. The Star Wars one and the, and the military one. Yeah. Uh, Dota 2, or Valve, has uh, introduced a new sort of uh, battle pass called Dota Plus. Not that either one of us played Dota here, but it's worth mentioning. <laughs> Um, it's an ongoing uninterrupted service. Uh, it's going to cost $4 a month. It has perks. Uh, you, uh, each character now gains XP and can level up across the games, uh, which is kind of cool, I guess. Um, there's a new hero chat wheel. Uh, it also has a plus assistant, which provides helpful information and all that stuff for you uh, to stay up to date on the ever-evolving meta. So, that's cool. Sure. It's only $4, which is nice, but I don't care about Dota too. so... Yeah, I, I think uh, it's supposed to 
like take over for another system that they already had. And... Well, they're ditching compendiums, so yes. okay. uh, this is like the replacement to that, and it'll you know it'll, it'll probably generate more money for Valve, but what this is all for, basically. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see if they ever ship those games, right? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, getting into something I mentioned earlier, uh, which I don't know if you... I have uh, several great memories of this store, Uh, and especially when I was a kid, because it was one of those things where my grandpa would just say, go into Toys R Us, and back then they had the wall of games, and you would grab the paper, and you could take the paper up to the... Uh, register and pay for it and they give it to you yeah and it felt like you were actually part of the buying process instead of all right well my dad had you my dad had to get the game that they grabbed out of the case for me and all this stuff it it felt like you know the Willy wonka thing so do you have any uh memories of toys r us or Going there. Not really. I, well, I mean, I used to go there as a kid, but uh, yeah, I guess it's a shame it's going out of business, but because it's not their fault necessarily. <laughs> yeah, the people that knew it was in debt were basically just servicing themselves and not the store, which is a shame, but uh, they're not the first people to do that, so... Is, is it? Let me ask you this. And this is kind of this is going to be kind of morbid. Do you think it's weird that Kmart has lasted longer than Toys R Us? <laughs> uh, yes, I do think it's weird that Kmart lasted longer than Toys R Us. I feel like it's also because they're probably not in six million dollars in debt either. There's probably debt, but there's not debt like that. It's also the like you said, this is not totally their fault. A lot of this has to do with the people that they hired to do all of this. Hey, the bankruptcy and all this, whatever, did not handle this the right way. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, here's another thing: is like, what other toy stores are out there anymore? Uh, the mom and pop ones. That's pretty much it. Like the. Yeah, the I mean, you say that, but there's like a there was a long running mom and pop one around here. Um, it was like the, let me check it, let me see if you can find it. Well, I mean, like, you know, uh, the comic book stores are starting to sell things too, so. I was called, the, uh, there's one around here called the Doll Hospital and Toy Soldier Shop. Mm-hmm. It was a very retro, like, they didn't sell video games there. They sold right. dolls, wooden, like, wooden toys, educational toys, stuff like that. And it lasted for 65 years, and it's closing, like, next month. Because <laughs> of, cause of, basically, because of changing trends for, for kids, like, kids don't play with toys that much anymore. No. And retail, like, you know, Amazon's killing them. Or, you know, not Amazon specifically, but online. Right, online, uh, Walmart and Target, uh, having other things, people already going there to shop and... Uh, 
Uh, I, I think it's mostly online, but Toys R Us, their thing, it's not really that much Amazon, even though Amazon really undercut them. Like, there was uh, a lot of the exclusives that Toys R Us had, not just Funko, but other uh, Hasbro, Mattel, all that stuff. They got a deal to also sell Toys R Us exclusives, and then they were competing against Toys R Us. So that doesn't help either. Uh, it's, like I mentioned, the, the problem with the the way that they did the liquidation the way that they they basically the they were paying interest payments the entire time they made money they weren't actually any money that was being gained from the store from this liquidation or whatever was going on was not being put back into the stores themselves so you're basically just having higher up people take the money uh to pay their own debts and pay their own bills and not the Toys R Us bill so. I mean, you have you have a small daughter, but when is the last time uh, you went to a toy store? Oh, you went to Toys R Us. I've gone to Toys R Us with her. Well, see, the thing is, too, Toys R Us. Uh, there's my closest Toys R Us is like thirty minutes away. Uh, okay, I, I would I go there when I was leaving Kmart because it's right close to there. Yeah, um, I've taken Anaya a couple of times. The problem with Toys R Us also is that they are higher priced than yeah. other places. So, like I went to, a, I have like a local Toys R Us by me. It's like ten minutes away, and you walk in there and it's just depressing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it it's better. It was better than it's better than Kmart because Kmart, like, I don't know about your store when you worked there, but like the one by me, it was like from the seventies. You walk oh, in there, my, yeah, my store is really old. Yeah. You walked in there, you feel like you're going to get mugged. But, like, the Toys R Us felt, like, a little brighter, but it didn't feel like a new store, or it didn't feel, like, that well, like, planned out or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, you're right about them just not investing in, like, their, like the stores. Well, I, I think also they, you know, the price, the pricing thing, like, yeah. they were... A lot higher than other stores. Obviously, look, electronics, that's all going to be the same. So we can't judge if you go in there to buy a video game or whatever that it's higher. But um, And then, you know, you also got GameStops and EV games that are around that take away people going to Toys R Us. Where Toys R Us used to be the place you go to because they had more games than Walmart or Target or, you know, all the other yeah. big chain stores. Now you have a GameStops. You don't need to go to Toys R Us for that. So uh, where Toys R Us, you do need to go for their, you know, the Legos. And a lot of the Legos are being sold in Walmart. But even the small, like, let's say you're going to Toys R Us because you know they're going to have the toy that you want for your kid. If they still play with toys, Toys R Us also has an online shop now, uh, which isn't the greatest thing in the world either. Amazon is around that makes it really easy to where it just goes straight to your house. Uh, you can, you know, finagle the shipping around to where you can make sure your kid's not there and you can, you know, wrap it up and whatever. And a lot of Toys R Us, except for you, a lot of Toys R Us is because they've been decreased in number over the years. They're farther and farther away from where people are. So, you know, you're having to make trips over there. And you're going in there and going, well, I can find this at Walmart for like $20, $30 cheaper. I'm going to go over there. 
Yeah. You know? So, but also like a Walmart or Target doesn't have the same amount of stock or, you know, right. availability. Cause mm-hmm. like a Walmart, I'll have five aisles for toys. Maybe. Right. Like typically like a girl's aisle, a boy's aisle, the bikes. Know, yeah. Bikes, yeah. like general purpose. And then maybe like board games. Yeah. And, and they're all know, small little sections. They're not whole aisles dedicated to say WWE, for instance. Right. Or, um, there, there, I guess there's some rumor that like some toy companies are gonna like buy out 400 Toys R Us stores and like keep them open. Right, because uh, there are blockbusters still around. There's like ten of them. Yeah, that are still around, right? Uh, so, uh, like, okay, I was there. I want to say a week and a half ago. See, one of the only times I've actually gone into somewhere that wasn't Game Stuff because I was going to Game Stuff or something else to go just hunt for pops. So I went in there. And this is going to the store that's like 30 minutes away from me. And it's it was empty. It was sort of empty. There was nobody really there. Uh, this is before, you know, now they're a lot busier because the news has hit that they're closing all the stores. Before it was over oh, closing 200 stores. So you still have, you know, half of that Toys R Us is also a Babies R Us, which that also started happening too. You had Toys R Us's that were not even Babies R Us's that were starting to have diapers and other things that for babies they would take up sections of the store because the toys oh, yeah. weren't selling. The toys, the Toys R Us by me, like the back, basically the back of the store is like a, like a mini Babies R Us or something. It's right. kind of weird. So, uh, you know, I went in there and they had a huge. They even had them spread out to their own. Like where the WWE aisle is, they had WWE pops there. They where they had a Marvel's aisle, they had Marvel pops there. You know, and then they had their huge section. There was like an entire thing in the back of the store that was just that, because that's yeah. one of the biggest things in toys right now. Like I remember when Skylanders was huge. Oh my God, the entire front of the store was Skylanders from wall to wall, and I'm like. Holy crap! This is crazy, you know. And Disney Infinity had a little section, and whatever, yeah. you know. I think that was the last thing. That thing also hurt them too because that was not. Um, eventually, they weren't selling as well, and they they ordered so many of those things, like they were dying for people to buy those. Uh, th- same thing happened with the Amiibo. Those things were so. I remember walking in there, and they would, they were. Slash the prices were slashed because they were dying people to buy those, you know. So, of course, my my Toys R Us is not discussing other Toys R Us. This is also in like a suburb part of Miami. It's not. It's not even Miami proper. So, you know. Well, then it doesn't but, count. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like you know, the thing is, I, I'm more sad about the thirty three thousand jobs that are getting yeah. lost and. Uh, for some cities, Toys R Us is like one of the big stores in there. And now you're like, where else do I freaking work? Yeah. So, um, and this is affecting uh, the ones in the ones in the UK are already closing. Uh, the ones in here in the United States will liquidate, you know, slowly. Uh, the ones in Australia apparently are going to. Uh, who knows what's happening with those and. The ones in Canada, I think, are one of the ones that have the buyer that might buy like 200 swords or something like that. 
So we'll see what happens. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's that's the last big toy store that's a chain. So you're basically your mom and pops, your comic book stores, all those. Time to bring back uh, KB Toys. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true too. I mean, that's uh, you know, that's why I haven't seen too many like toy announcements l- lately because I think people are trying to respect the fact that Toys R Us is closing. So, um, and I, I think like as far as I heard, like Hasbro and Mattel are freaking out. Like they're really scared about what does this mean for us because Toys R Us was one of the ones that were buying a lot of their stuff. So this could affect them. Yeah, but if Lego can open up a shop, Hasbro and Mattel can form together and open up a shop as well. <laughs> they could. Maybe they'll finally merge. <laughs> That's been like going on forever, it seems like. How many times have they tried to buy each other? Yeah. So uh, that that could cause that to happen finally. Uh, well, we talk about Toys R Us and Amazon, of course. They are – seems like they have infinite amount of money oh, with all the – uh, buys that they get, and now they're they're still having people fight over where their second HQ is going to be. Uh, I don't know how many cities are still in the running for that. They paid two hundred fifty million dollars to get the license for Lord of the Rings. Well, it could actually cost them over five hundred million to actually air the two first two seasons of the series. So that is a lot of freaking money. Uh, uh, something that is not needed. It's not like the movies were bad. Like The movies are basically the whole books, almost. Yeah. Like, I mean, hell, the Hobbit movies, they were introducing stuff that wasn't from the books because they had to like spread it out. Yeah, and then you have the extended versions. It's like, pff, why do you need anything else? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I d- Look, if they want to spend, that's their money, right? Like, But it's just... This is crazy. Do you really I, need to compete with Game of Thrones and stuff like that? Especially when Game of Thrones is ending. Like, also, I'm just not interested in... I mean, I don't like fantasy stuff to begin with, really. But I'm not interested in a Lord of the Rings TV show. <laughs> I do want to know how many people really are. Like, Game of Thrones was different because you hadn't had anything on Game of Thrones when that came out. Right? Well, and then, Game of Thrones is also different because there are multiple viewpoints. <laughs> right. Lord of exactly. the Rings is following fucking Frodo for, you know, as he makes his way to the mountain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have your other characters that you can branch off and see what they're doing or whatever, right? Uh, it just, that's the thing, though. Like, even though you had just the books, you didn't have something that chronologized Game of Thrones in visual media before with Lord of the Rings, you already have movies that were great. One Academy awards. Uh, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I know you said that, but it's just like, you don't, what are you going to cover that hasn't been covered already? Like, and some of the people that played those characters, I mean, like when I think of Gandalf, I think of Ian McKellen. Like I don't, I'm not going to think of somebody else. So, I mean, even though I think he's talked about he might come back to play it in the TV show, whatever, because, I mean, what else is he doing? But, like, it's just, I don't know. I just, would you really want to watch them retell the same thing over again? Yeah. 
I guess maybe people keep watching Spider-Man retellings, but it's just like, well, Spider-Man, first of all, like you can't compare the two. <laughs> Cause Spider-Man, right. there are a thousand issues of Spider-Man, you know, comic comics mm-hmm. and crap like that. Like it's not just three books or, you know, four technically. <laughs> Right, and they were smart with Homecoming, right? Not to just redo the entire thing that we've seen in two different movies. Yeah, they didn't have an intro. They didn't have like the half hour long intro scene of him getting his powers and figuring out what they are. He just already had them, and that was it. That they also didn't have the whole Uncle Ben getting killed, right? He was already dead. Yeah. Right, so it's like I don't know. It, like, the, a lot of the stuff that they come out with now is because we don't have something. Like, we didn't really have big mo- Like, Marvel Cinematic Universe, not only is it because the movies are good, right? But it's also because we don't have, like, a number of movies of all these guys. We we don't have that. So having that makes people interested. You don't... What are you going to retell in Lord of the Rings that we haven't consumed in some way or another. It's just weird. But Amazon, you want to use your money? I guess go ahead. Uh, so 20th anniversary of Buffy has been around, you know, happened. And Fox, of course, in their wanting to have things that get attention for their network, has come out and said that if Joss Whedon wants to, We'll redo Buffy. Would you want that? To, I know you like the series, so would you be down yeah. for that? I think if they, it could be interesting if they did like a, an adult version of Buffy. Like if it was on like Netflix or like F- FXX or like, you know, very mature, like, you know, and like horror, I guess. But. That's about that's about it. <laughs> would they do it on not Fox because then Fox wouldn't get the money, right? Because Disney now owns FX, or well, if like that mean, merger goes through, they could. I mean, they could do it on Netflix, like or yeah. Amazon Prime or something. I mean, that they just pay for it, obviously, right? Or if they made, you know, if they made thirteen episodes and shopped it around, that's how you do it. But you're obviously not going to get like Sarah Michelle Gellar back or anything like that. Well, I don't think you need to. I think the whole point is to do it with different characters now. But yeah, do you think that Joss Whedon would do it? Though? No, because I think he he's, he likes to move on or you know kind of go forward, and oh. also like his kind of sexual harassment stuff <laughs> might make that kind of awkward. <laughs> Yeah, that probably wouldn't help things. Uh, I think, I mean, the fact that Fox is even mentioning him with that going on is interesting, but. But I think I I think if they tried, well, I think he kind of co-owns the character, so they, I don't think they can make a, you know make a Bucky series with, like themselves. Ah, okay. Or Makes if sense. they did, like even if Fox owned him, if they said we're going to do Buffy without Joss Whedon, people would be up in arms. <laughs> Yeah, it would not be the same. I think they did say that they try to do it with the original creators, writers, all that in mind anyway. So, I mean, I guess go for them, right? They're not just sitting there whoring out the... I mean, they. I guess they 
they could have said, okay, well, you know, we own X-Files or something. We're just going to do it because we feel like it. And they, didn't, mean, you know, they brought Chris Carter back to. Yeah, but that, that was to its detriment, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this just broke. I don't know if you saw it, but. Uh, if season if they make a season four of Legends of Tomorrow, I guess Constantine's going to be a main character. Oh, cool! Like he'll join the cast. I've been waiting for uh, Constantine he's gonna be in, to be in something. Well, he's going to be in like tonight's episode as a guest character, but like they haven't renewed season Legends of Tomorrow yet. But you have to imagine they will. <laughs> I'm about to say, also... doesn't it do well? It does okay. Like it doesn't do as well as like the Flash. But I think it's a better show than The Flash as well, so that helps. Well, let's hope it keeps going. Uh, that's one thing that DC has gotten right is their TV yeah. stuff, for sure. Uh, Sony, speaking of Sony, <clears throat> Spike Lee might direct the Night Watch movie. Uh, okay, I still don't know why we're making a movie on Night Watch, but... I don't even know who Night Watch is. So there you go. <laughs> I assume some black superhero. <laughs> so uh, Dr. Kevin Trench, who appeared in Spider-Man number seven, 97, uh, he saw a costume man die fighting terrorists, and he apparently steals that costume to wear for himself. Uh, he time travels as well. So okay, <laughs> and he's teamed up with Spider-Man, Captain America, Deathlock, and some others in the comics before. So, uh, yeah, to throw this in there with the Venom movie, the Silver and Black movie that's been delayed, and they're apparently making a Morbius Living Vampire movie too. Yeah, so, that's been rumored for years. <laughs> well, Sony, uh, you keep going then. With this, I don't just I don't think that they're understanding this is not going to be like the MCU at all. It's like Spider Man's one thing, and the other characters are a whole other thing. Yeah, you know, I, like I don't even know that uh, as much as I like some of the villains in Spider Man, like if they could really have their own movies. I just well, the two best villains were. Vulture and Doctor Octopus in the, in the movies, at least. Right. And the the problem with a lot of Spider Man or the movies is like it's a whole like going to take over the world plot or something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. And those two villains, that wasn't their motivation at all in the movies, and that's why they were better than like Green Goblin. Right. So. Uh, I don't know. I I feel like at some point Sony will just. Do you think that that will ha- like Sony will just give up and? Like, all right, Marvel, you guys can just have this. Or... I, I I want them to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think eventually Sony will sell them. He sell them Spider Man back. If anything, like if you give us you know a billion dollars or Spider Man, and here's all the other characters. Yeah, I could see it happen eventually. Like Disney just says, "All right, look." But Sony Sony, Sony will sell them back. But go, we we get to keep the we keep get to keep the Spider Man font. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we use it for all our PlayStations going forward. Uh, the Grudge is getting a reboot. Sam Raimi is producing. Look, I like The Grudge. I'm not 
saying that you don't remake it or whatever, but I don't know. Just I guess with horror movies doing pretty well now, I I guess why not? But yeah, but isn't that a Japanese film, like horror film? It start well. The Grudge is a Korean. Is a yes. It's a it's a remake of a Japanese horror film from the Juon series. But the Grudge has the, its, has stuff in it that wasn't in the Juon series. So, I mean, we already had our brief flirtation with Japanese horror a decade ago. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I mean, look, I guess you can always start the trend, right? But I, I just I don't think this is gonna. Remember the Ring. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember the Ring freaking me out when I was a kid, but not. I mean, I try to rewatch it later, and it's stupid. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Netflix renewed the Travelers. Uh, yeah, I happy. don't watch this. So, do you? I do. Like, I was okay. happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I put it on there. <laughs> so, I mean, explain to me what what makes this a good series. The base, to the, the, well, the basic premise is is the future is fucked up, okay. so people are sending their consciousness back in time to people who are like right, are basically dead. Like, you know, they die, and they're trying to fix the future. They're trying to alter the present to fix the future. Oh, that sounds cool. I might have to check uh, that out now. And, like, one character, like, the team has, like, one's like a med... Or, like, one is, like a, like, a single mother, but she's also, like, the soldier. So, like, her boy... her, And they also have to, like, live the lives of the people they were. That's kind of oh okay. So one guy is like, he's a college student, but he's a drug addict. But like the actual person who took him over was like this intellectual historian, but he's still now now he's in the body of a drug addict. So all he kind of cares about is heroin. (laughs) (laughs) That's gotta be. So what? Like now he like loses that intellectuality. No, he still has it, but. Now, no, he still has it, but now, like, it's a lot. Well, now he, you know, he's trying to go against his body's, you know, tendency to, to be a drug addict, basically. Yeah, ah. and like he tries to get, he tries to get cleaned up, but like he's trying to remember something, and then like one of his team just gives him heroin to help him. <laughs> and like one other character, she's like the medic. Um, but she's in the body of a woman who is like mentally damaged or like, or, or, like retarded. Oh, so like she's normal, but like people, people who knew her back, like prior to this are like, when did you get smart or like what changed or, you know, like stuff like that. But now her oh. brain is like the, the actual brain is damaged. So she has like glitches essentially. So is it like, one of these a- where like, if they don't play that character, it's going to change history or something or. No, because they're kind of all, like, they're not, like, taking over, like, the president or anything like that. They're just taking over, like, regular people. Oh. Um, Yeah. And she's probably my favorite character, actually, like, the mentally handicapped woman. (laughs) I'll add that to my list of things to watch. Yeah, it's only been on for two seasons, and it's very Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) That's one thing I actually like about shows, like, Netflix shows, is it's like, yep, this was filmed in Vancouver. Because I recognize, yeah. like, eight different actors in this show. <laughs> it's like, you know where that comes from. 
Uh, yeah. Do you see the, speaking of Netflix, you see that Narcos is getting a game? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was uh, out of nowhere. Like, okay, people. Sure. Yeah. If you want to do it, then let's do it. Uh, la- two last things, just because, hey, I watch anime, why not? Uh, One Punch Man Season 2, one of the more popular animes of the last few years, is finally getting it's confirmed that it's in production, so I'm happy about that. I uh, don't know if it's going to have more than the 12 episodes that the first one had, but uh, that's one of my favorite characters, so hopefully we get more of uh, this series pretty soon. They are changing the people who are doing the animation, so I'm worried about that a little bit. But I'm sure that they'll do fine. And Mob Psycho 100 is also getting a season two. And Crunchyroll is doing a one-hour OVA if you haven't watched uh, the original Mob Psycho 100 uh, series. So, and it's done by Studio Bones, who does awesome animation. So, if you haven't and, ever checked out Mob Psycho 100, you should. And Dragon Ball Super is ending this week. Yes, it is. <laughs> So they they're making a movie though, right? Or... Yeah, that movie's okay. like months out. Okay. Is that it? Like then they're not doing another Dragon Ball Super season or? Uh, for a while, because I think they're trying. They're going to work in some other TV show. But okay. they were busting out episodes of Dragon Ball Super like crazy. Like I imagine, I think the team was just going to get overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, they've been. It's been a pretty consistent clip. So until like yeah. what the week before, where they skipped the week. I mean, they've skipped so. weeks. I think they've skipped weeks or like had like a month break here and there, but it has been like super consistent, which is not something you see a lot from animation. No, uh, well, usually also they already just pre they they know how many episodes they're gonna do a season, yeah. and then you're just the weekly grind or whatever, so you get to that. Seems like Dragon right. Ball Super, they did not have that idea, so they're just doing however many and then going for it so but the show lasted 131 episodes so that's pretty long <laughs> it's pretty damn, yeah it's pretty damn long uh, to be that consistent because uh, most uh most anime now it's either 13 12 25 26 and then they go on a huge break yeah like a year-long break or yeah something. <laughs> like uh you know it took forever for attack on titan season two to come out uh so yeah it's it's Nice that you see that now that you still have series. That, of course, you still have your series that have gone on for like ever, like Case Closed and uh, some other ones. But or One Piece keeps going. But you know, those are very rare uh, at this point. And you have to imagine they aren't as quite as bombastic as Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> oh no, uh, One Piece kind of is, but. Like, you know, that's, like, a rare one at this point. Yeah. The rest of them are not. Uh, case closed is nowhere near what what uh, my Dragon Ball Super is. Um, so, all right. the There is a nice list of games coming out this week. So, there's a little bit of something for everybody. Um, so, you know, the last couple of weeks has been one here and there. This one certainly has uh, something uh, for you to check out. If you have a South Park Fractured Butthole, you get... I think this is the last DLC, the From Dust to Casa Bonita. Um, then you get the Detective Pikachu for your 3DS. Uh, it's called Detective Pikachu: Birth of a New Team. 
Um, you also have, of course, the big game coming out is Nino Kuni 2. Comes out on Friday. Uh, there's also Sea of Thieves comes out tomorrow, along with Assassin's Creed Rogue Remastered that we talked about. Um, I don't know yet if I'm going to do the... Uh, because maybe if uh, Austin and Stuart get in, we all play together or something like that. I might get Game Pass for Sea of Thieves, but yeah, if you're gonna play, if you're gonna play Sea of Thieves, like if you have no one else to play it with, you're gonna be not have a good time. <laughs> yeah, it also comes out on PC too. So, um, but you won't get the luxury of getting it for ten dollars on yeah uh, PC. Uh, a way out, which is only thirty dollars, so that's not too bad. Um, are you interested in this at all? Or sure. If it gets good reviews, then maybe. Uh, Game I've been waiting for, Attack on Titan 2, comes out tomorrow too. So, uh, I'm sort of excited for that, but I'll wait. I already know that if uh, we don't get the good word, I will be buying Nino Kuni 2. I will just wait on Attack on Titan 2 until later. Um, An indie game called Octahedron, which is getting some good publicity coming out as well. RBI Baseball 18, which I'm sure will be awful. <laughs> so, you know, uh, there's also that. If you can't wait for the show for some reason. Yeah, there's even an expansion to Ark Survival Evolved. Ark Park. So, I did say there was something for everybody, it seems like, this this week. So... All right. Um, oh, I should have mentioned the Shantae and the Pirate's Curse coming to Switch. Those Shantae games are always pretty good, so should check that out. Uh, what? I was going to say, this also, I guess, just broke either yesterday or today, but there's rumors that like, KB Toys is coming back. <laughs> that just seems such like, oh, one went down, let's bring up. Now, the thing was, KB Toys is inside malls. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to do that, that could work. But you also have the problem of, like, you know, the malls aren't the places to go that much anymore either. Right. Well, so, let's talk about it coming back is about the retail store, like retail chain and then online storefront. I mean, if like my only concern with all this is I don't want to see these toy companies really get hurt out of it. That's my only... Like, I don't want to see these 30,000 people lose jobs either, but that... I think as soon as we started losing certain retail chains, we were going to lose other ones, especially specialty ones. Like... Yeah. You know, GameStop, I think, has done a great job of trying to stick with the times, right? They have a digital front. You can buy stuff on their digital store. They bought ThinkGeek so that they can have Funko stuff and, and all the plushies and everything else. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's their game stuff keeps getting smaller, but that's just, again, the way with the times of people are buying stuff digitally. But Toys R Us was always going to be hard, I think, for them with how specialized they were. With You're the only place selling toys and baby stuff, which you can also buy baby stuff cheaper than there. You can go to Burlington, you can go to Walmart, you can go to Target. So, uh, remember they had a Kids R Us at one point? Yeah. They sold clothes. Well, they still do. Like, I still, they're 
some around still. Yeah. So just uh, I I just don't want to see like all of a sudden no, Mattel and Hasbro were like uh well we're gonna have a problem you know selling uh so I don't want to see that happening uh, much at all. So if if KB Toys can come back and kind of take a slice out of what Toys R Us was doing, that that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, uh, until uh, next week, I think I think I don't know. If there's supposed to be some big thing that happens this week. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, that if if whatever that's supposed to be goes down, then maybe we'll do something uh, after that. But probably not. Uh, Wasn't there like some Xbox gamepad or not gamepad Xbox like press thing that was supposed to happen? I think so. There's also some other, I don't think it's Xbox, I think it's some other game or company was going to announce something, I think, some point this week. I think it was on Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, if that thing's big enough to do like a mini podcast and maybe, but probably uh, Sunday or Monday we'll be here again with my worst, my, basically my days off are Sunday and Monday, so that's kind of when we're going to be. Uh, doing this from now on but thank you again for listening if you enjoyed what you heard you can always hit that subscribe button uh video games to the max or subscribe to the whole w network and get everything uh that we do whether that's you know wrestling football now they're doing you know march madness podcasts uh which that's still going on for another few weeks and then you have uh you know backlog busting still going for i want to say at least another couple or at least another 10 episodes or so before that finally gets to where we're at the point where, <laughs> where they stop. And then, yeah, you got all the other things that we do. So visit w2net.com. Of course, visit uh, last word on life and form mania.com as well. And until next week, we'll see you later. Later. Ah, dang it. Wait, I forgot that we got to talk about the game Informer top 300. Again, we're not talking about all 300 games. That'd be ridiculous. And, you know, you should go read in whatever way that you get Game Informer uh, the whole list for yourself and then, you know, debate with your friends how you see fit here. So I said around the top 25. I'm going to say let's go to like the top 30 or so and go from there. Uh, so what we're going to do is I'm just going to list out the the five, and then we'll talk about them and how it strikes you one way or another here. Uh, so 30, they have uh, Portal, the 29, Assassin's Creed 2, uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City is 28, League of Legends 27, and Super Mario World is 26. So, anything from your perspective on that? I'd probably put Mario World higher if it was me. Uh, and I would have Assassin's Creed. I don't know if it is higher. Uh, Brotherhood higher as well. Higher than two, at least. Yeah. Uh, I would say that they did say they take historical significance. Uh, how good the game is still to play today. And yeah, something it, else in there too. So. It, I mean, by that by that metric, though, I'd still say Brotherhood is better. No, I'm just letting the people know in case oh, they yeah. 
are listening to this and they for some they don't have Game Informer or something like that. Yeah. Um so they're not basing it on, oh hey, I remember this was great twenty years ago and you know, whatever. Um so there's they tried to take nostalgia out of it as much as you can. I don't know how much you can uh, remove that out of your thinking when you're you got all different kinds of people in a room. Uh, this is how yeah. they it's how they did this too. They apparently sat everybody in a room and they all tried to banged, yeah bang the list out. <laughs> yeah, bang the list out. Uh, personally, I don't have any kind of connection to the Portal games, so those would not be anywhere near a list I, for me. But... I think Portal One is great. I wouldn't yeah. have Portal Two on a list, but I think Portal One, like very inventive gameplay, uh, and a cool setting for a game. Uh, what do you think about? I mean, both of us are not, you know, League of Legends people, but it's fine. I think it's hard. Mm-hmm. I think it's funnier that it's harder than Dota Two. <laughs> yeah, I do think that too. Just because Dota Two seems to be the game that people are still talking about, you know, proving that League is better than Dota. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. definitively. <laughs> Uh, Super Mario World, I would also have much higher uh, as well. I'm surprised Vice City is where it is, too. I figured... I think... I mean, you could debate on the GTA games. A lot of people love San Andreas the most. It's, you know, so... I think... Well, Vice... Do you think it should be higher or lower? Maybe higher? Because I I would say... I would actually say it's probably fine right there. But, uh... Like it should be higher than three for definite, for like sure. Yeah. Because uh, like Vice City is the one. It was set in the eighties, which is really neither here nor there. But it's the one that had like an actual main character, like and had personality. Uh, that also goes along with the tremendous soundtrack. Yeah, that it had too. So uh, there's that. Uh, after this, uh, I'm surprised Last of Us is this low at twenty five. Uh, Civilization 4, Overwatch, that does not surprise me, uh, Galaga, and Half-Life 2. Uh, I, I would say Civ 4 is kind of surprising. I would, I guess I would much rather have Civ 5. Um, right. And Overwatch also kind of surprising to me. Like, I, I looked through this list and Team Fortress 2 isn't on here, and... <laughs> Team Fortress 2 is more important than Overwatch. <laughs> right. I think they are also trying to include newer games just from you got different people that are reading this. Uh, you yeah. got to try to make it seem like there's not this untouchable game that will never be beaten or whatever. You know, make it seem like the newer games can't have a place. And, you know, sure. it is pretty popular yeah, right now. So. There's little heading should be... Overwatch was good when it was called Team Fortress 2. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You think Last of Us should be higher? I mean... Not pretty... really. I actually think it's fine here, because I know a lot of people didn't like the gameplay of Last of Us. Like, I... Like, it takes... It does take a while to get going, and, like, mm-hmm. to get the bow and arrow, or to get, like, st- silent kill stuff. Like, once you get that, then it really does open up. But the game just can... It kind of can just be punishing. And there are certain narrative... Like like problems in the game that don't make a lot of sense. Like when it just jumps ahead like three months to like a new season. It's like fall. It's like okay, <laughs> I have all the same shit I had you know the last chapter. So yeah, like okay, that three months a long time. <laughs> what happened here? I 
I think Galaga's fine where it is. Uh, yeah, I, I have no appreciation of Galaga. So. Yeah, I don't either. That was like a game my stepmom used to love to talk about, but I, I don't uh, have a thing. And Half-Life 2, I can't yeah, speak I on care. that. So. I, I uh, played it and didn't like it. So, <laughs> uh, Super Metroid at 20, Mass Effect 2, uh, 19, Chrono, uh, Counter-Strike at 18, Diablo 2, and then Chrono Trigger. Um a lot of us, uh, Valve and Blizzard, there, along with uh, Mass Effect Two. So, I would, I might have Super Metroid higher, but I don't think it's higher than like Chrono Trigger. Um, like necessarily. <laughs> uh, those are all like historically significant games. So yeah, they're kind of I think in that right realm. I personally would have Chrono Trigger a lot higher, but. Um, you know, I think when you're talking about some of the games that are higher than it, you're looking at bigger historical significance. Um, you know, Chrono Trigger is a great game. It has a great story. It's one of the first games that have the, like, multiple endings, all that. But, yeah, there's there's games that are way more important than it, you know. I just didn't, like, I got, I got to a point in Chrono Trigger where I kind of stopped playing because I, I was in the future like that future right. city that's also destroyed, and my characters could bitching about how hungry they were. Yeah, like, leave me alone. <laughs> uh, you also have a Bioshock at fifteen, Super Street Fighter Turbo Two Turbo, uh, Doom, Minecraft. Sorry, we both have the uh, physical editions of this, so you're hearing us. Yeah, go through magazine. Uh, Miss Pac Man. And The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Uh, the Witcher 3 uh, surprises me a lot being at 10. Um, should it be higher or lower? <laughs> I would think lower. I think Skyrim I think, being before it kind of makes sense. Uh, but I think the amount of scale in Witcher 3 is impressive. Hmm. Um I guess the one weird thing on this list would be Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. It's like, what, the ninth iteration of Street Fighter 2? Like, why not just have Street Fighter 2? Like, I, know uh, it's I think like, it's the one that people think about the most, though, right? The Street Fighter 2 Turbo? I mean, because it has the most characters, and it's, like, the fastest. But, I mean, I, right. I, in terms of overall importance, like, Street Fighter 2, like, the original eight characters. So you don't need to have fucking T-Hawk for it to be... <laughs> No game should, on a game on, on on a game of the year list should have T Hawk in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they didn't put. I expected Minecraft to be in the top ten, honestly. Just from I think historical significance, what it's been able to do, where the humble beginnings it comes from to be the game that it is today, and so many you know it touched all kinds of every kind of generation you can think of and it's on every freaking system and uh you know I, I i think it's fine where it is and doom is fine where it is um for me i don't know i, I think doom is certainly you know it's got its place as to why it's there yeah so, you know you don't think about I mean, first was, person shooters without that game so yeah it was, if not the it was practically one of the first 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 person shooters. And this Pac Man I think is fine where 
that is. It's, you know, when you talk about arcade games, that is the game I think most people think about. Uh, sure. So, you know. And then you got Skyrim, which I don't have any attachment to, but I know a lot of people do. Um, Red Dead Redemption. Call of Duty yeah. Modern Warfare 1. Final Fantasy 6. And WoW. I think uh, I think Morrowind is a better game than Skyrim personally. Uh, and I think Red Dead might be too high. I also think Red Dead is too high. I just don't you know, I know that it's really, really good. I just don't remember until when people started talking about the second one, all this praise that people put on it. Red Dead? You know? or... Yeah, Red Dead. Oh, no, because people have wanted for years for there to be, like, a re- redemption on PC. Right. Like, that's the uh, one okay. or Rockstar game that hasn't been, you know, aside from, like, Rockstar table tennis, which no one cares about. But Hey, that was cool when that came out. You know, just from who would have thought, like, table tennis would be good, but, you know. What about Final Fantasy VI? Like, I assume you played it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Final Fantasy VI, I think, is looking at the games that are above it. I think that's to be the highest RPG, I think, is is fair. Uh, it's the most well-rounded of the Final Fantasy RPGs. It has the most characters and the best story for those characters. Um, Excuse me, I think you're think I think you're forgetting about Final Fantasy thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean when you think about how long the game is, it has one of the best villains in all of RPGs. because uh, he just wanted to freaking you know, blow up the world because he could. I mean, you don't get any more simple but not so ridiculous than that. Um I think WoW obviously has its place, right? I was surprised that they would put WoW above uh, some of these other games, if you're going by historical significance. Um, well, WoW wasn't the first MMO, but it was the first mainstream MMO. And it, you know, and that it's still going, right? It's been consistent the whole time. Yeah, I'm, I mean, the player base has dropped off, but I mean, WoW had, I think, at like one point, like 15 million players or something. Right. So that's, that's nuts when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, like when all these other MMOs have, you know, gone or they're like barely on the radar... You know the the companies that have them will try to make it seem like they're uh, bigger than they really are. But you know, for a while to have started the way it did, and then it's gone on, and obviously now they're making more expanses because they have to keep it going. But at a there's there's so many stories, good and bad, about WoW. Yeah. That you know that shows how much of a historical landmark it is. Um, I mean. Realistically, you could play WoW forever, like if right, you were yeah, like really you inclined. I mean, mm-hmm. not you couldn't say that about any other game on this list, really. Well, I don't know. Maybe Grand so, Theft Auto Five, maybe like Minecraft. Huh? <laughs> like they keep doing the way they keep updating Grand Theft Auto Five, maybe. Uh, but you you know that there's going to be a Grand Theft Auto Six at some point. Yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five is number four. Tetris. Super Mario 3 and Legend of Zelda. I think the top three are the historic top three for a lot well, of people. Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. Link to the Past, one. sorry. Link to the Past. 
Um, and, you know, there's that debate between Ocarina of Time and Link to the Past, right? Um, uh, that debate is over and is Link to the Past. <laughs> <laughs> I would like, agree Ocarina, with you. Would Ocarina of Time is a great game, but like the amount of side stuff you can do is pretty, pretty bad. Mm. Not to mention <laughs> so the 64 kind of... graphics that, you know, aren't kind. Well, I mean, nowadays, Z- Z- like Link to the Past has timeless graphics because it's you know sprite based and. That's kind of in vogue now. I mean, at the mm-hmm. time, Zelda blew everyone's mind. <laughs> right. Uh, I would actually probably put Tetris in number two, though. Or I would put Mario... I think Mario World is a better game than Mario 3. I personally love Mario World the most out of all the Marios. Um, I was surprised it's down there at 26. And uh, I, I really think GTA 5 is too high. <laughs> I can see why, right? People well, have played this through cross generations. It's still going. Like, um, I have no interest in the multiplayer, and yeah. I think the I think the story really falls apart like halfway through the game. I, I think what they're think trying they to say is, uh, I guess uh, some of the characters are good. The what does hold it together today is the multiplayer. Even if we aren't interested in that personally, it's going like no yeah. nobody's business. It keeps selling. How many freaking years has this thing been on top ten lists? Um, you know that's a factor too when you're thinking about historical significance and you're thinking about all that stuff that people don't like to talk about when you're doing these lists. A lot of people will be like, "Oh, who cares about sales?" Well, sales matter. Um, I agree with you too. Like, you know, I'd have it uh maybe top ten or something, but not four. Yeah. The the Super Mario three and then others debate has been a thing. Right? Super Mario three I think is the a lot of people will say that's the best one. You got people that will die for world, there's people that uh think galaxy is <laughs> The best one. I, I think Mario Three has a more. It's more creative, right? Like the worlds are more se- like you know, separated. Like there's you know the island kingdom, the like sand kingdom, the giant kingdom, stuff like that. Mario World doesn't really have that, but I think just overall Mario World plays better and is a more skillful game. Like if you are really good at like flying around, you can breeze through levels like you don't even see mario half the time because you're just flying above everything well mario 3 you can skip entire worlds because of the flute so yeah but yeah. mario world mario world you have the stupid star thing you can beat that game in 20 minutes if you know what you're doing yeah well that's the thing too like i, I think both of them are, are challenging right like mario 3 has its challenging parts of it uh yeah that are very difficult um Super Mario World, I, I think I agree with you. I, I've always I love the fact that you had Yoshi in that game, and you could jump around with him, and then uh, all the different levels and the way. I just I agree with you on the whole Super Mario Three has the you know you have the the um oh, what's the thing with the raccoon deal? I can't uh, uh, Tanuki or t- yeah Tanuki suit. Yeah. Um, and he also had Mar- Mario Three also has the best power up ever with the Karibu shoe. Yep. Uh, 
both of them introduced a lot of it. I think when you think about the NES, and I think that might have been what they're doing here too, if you're going to have the one pinnacle NES game, Super Mario Bros. 3s, right? So yeah. if that's what they're going for, then yeah, fine. Um, I think that when you're talking about Super Nintendo, the pinnacle Super Nintendo game is is linked to the past. So um, as much as I love Chrono Trigger and Super Mario World and all that stuff, um, you know, so I think that's fine. If that's what they're trying to highlight, those two systems, then great. And Tetris, I don't, I don't think that you don't have portable gaming without Tetris. So, um, th- th- that deserves its place by that alone. Not to mention Tetris was so addictive. I'm not a big Tetris person, but, um, see, I, I could, I could probably play Tetris like forever. Like yeah. if I was like a, on a desert island. The two games I would have would be Tetris and WoW. Tetris yeah. to play, and WoW to be like, give me the fuck off this island. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and that's, it's because you, you just keep going. It's endless levels, and uh, I mean, only, play other modes. And Well, the only thing about Tetris is it eventually gets too fast for, you know, people. <laughs> right. Uh, you learn a good hand-eye coordination pretty, pretty quick with that game. So, it just... I think uh, it's difficult. I know everybody's going to have their their top five, or if you're not thinking about it that way, what your top five games of all time are. It's, you got to never. They've got a staff of like, you know, I want to say thirty, forty, who knows how many people, um, and you've got so many different tastes in there, but you've all kind of got to agree on something. And I think it's hard to argue with that top three. Yeah. Right? To to say, okay, we're going to take any three of those off because they are so significant to uh, those systems that they're on, what they did for those systems. Uh, if you're looking at the early Marios, that's the pinnacle of that before you move on to World and, and everything else. You know, Zelda, it's still the pinnacle for you and many other people of what Zelda is. Um, a lot of people don't like Breath of the Wild because of not having certain things. You know, as much as love as there is for Breath of the Wild, there are uh, many that did not uh, care for it as much. So, well, Breath of the Wild is missing a story and dungeons, right? And those are two things and, that uh, Link to the Past carried. And items, like I mean, you have the four power ups, but you don't have yeah. like you know the hammer or you know the hook shot or anything like that. And you have the thing with people hate the weapons break. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that myself, but yeah. I mean. Uh, you can kind of get around it. <laughs> right. Uh, so, I don't know, anything else you want to say about this? Uh, look, 300 games, is that's a massive undertaking. I don't think I ever <laughs> want to do that myself. Uh, we tried to do 100 games. That did not go very well uh, well either. You, you haven't read this list, I don't think, have you? No, not the whole thing, no. Well, when you come back to the podcast next time, you should look it over, and then we should both... Uh, calculate or figure out how many games we've actually played on this list or beat or something like that. I would say played because going through the, how many I've beat is a very small, small number. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like I, what I love about these lists too, is you learn about games that like, man, I didn't even know about this game or, uh, can you even play this game right now? Cause now I kind of want to play it. But, um, yeah, these are always fun and, Again, congrats to Game Informer for getting to 300 issues. That's amazing. So, 
I think it's uh, I think it's funny that uh, there were three Persona games in this list. <laughs> hey, that they all deserve to be there. Yeah. So, um, so Team Fortress Two is not even on there at all. No, it's like eighty or it's eighty nine. Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I wish it, I wish the one thing I wish this list had is like a, would be like a glossary or like an index. That would have been a good idea, you'd think, right? Um, yeah. But all right, uh, now officially, till next week. See you later. later.